0: Hello and welcome to Jungle Jim from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Adventures of Jungle Jim. A complete radio adventure brought to you by the Comic Weekly and starring Jungle Jim based on the characters and adventure pictures of the same name that are one of your favorite features in the Comic Weekly. This Sunday and every Sunday, the Comic Weekly offers you and your family thrills, excitement, and chuckles. The Comic Weekly comes to you with the many great Hearst and other Sunday newspapers. It brings you over two dozen outstanding features, all in full color, all designed for your pleasure. Buy the Comic Weekly yourself this Sunday and add to your own enjoyment. You'll find the figure of Puck and the words The Comic Weekly at the top of the front page. And now, The Adventures of Jungle Jim. Though his plan is indefinite, Jim's object is to return to the Far East. Right now, he and Kolu are in Salt Lake City. Jim has an unofficial roving commission from Major Lane of the Intelligence Division. Major Lane has asked him to pay a certain visit in Salt Lake City. Jim and Colu are on their way now. Hold it, Colu.
1: That must be the building across the street there. 82 and a half. Mm, No name on store window, Tuan. Oh, that's all right. It isn't a store. This fellow's some sort of retired chemistry professor. Funny business. He's doing research for our government. Must be pretty important or he wouldn't be so scared. Him scared, Twan? Major Lane says he is. He's been getting threatening letters in the mail. He's found his laboratory turned upside down a couple of times. Mm, Sound good. Take it easy, Colu. Plenty of time for action when we see what the pitch is. Here's his office next to this wholesale drug firm. Come on, Cullo. Yeah. Yes,
2: yes, what is it? I'm afraid you've made a mistake. We're not open to the public, you know.
1: Uh, yes, I know. I'm looking for uh, Professor Hewlett. Hewlett? Yes, at 82 and 1 half West Temple Street. That's this address, isn't it?
2: Well, well what about it? I'm Professor Hewlett.
1: Oh. Well, I was told to tell you that uh, Cousin Peter sent me. Mm, who him?
2: Cousin Peter?
1: Yes. Does that mean anything to you?
2: It depends. It all depends.
1: Uh, maybe this will help. I was told to ask you, is there a known solvent denominator for the butyl compound?
2: Is there a known... Uh, thank heavens you got here. I've been as jumpy as a cat. What's your name, young man?
1: Bradley, sir. Jim Bradley. And this is my friend, Kolo. Kolo, glad we're here, too. Kolo. Yes, it's Melee. And a very uh, proud name out there, too. You can trust us, Professor.
2: I, I don't mean to seem suspicious, but things have happened lately. I'm, I'm as jumpy as a cat.
1: You needn't be, Professor. Are we alone here?
2: Yes, that's the latest thing that's happened. Just this morning. Uh, What was that? Well, uh, I'd I'd better tell you. I've been doing some unofficial experiments, you understand? Uh,
1: uh, Chemical experiments.
2: Yes, Aunt. Cousin Peter did send you, didn't he?
1: Yes, Professor Hewlett. You can trust Colo and me. Cousin Peter, otherwise known as Major Lane.
2: Good, good. Can't be too careful, you know. Well... These experiments of mine—I've been trying to help find a solution to the synthetic rubber problem.
1: Mm, much good I see, and you must have been making progress, or the other side wouldn't bother about that's you.
2: That's it, that's it. I've hit on something about—must uh, there have been only a month ago. Seems like years. I reported it, of course, but since then, I—I I haven't drawn an easy breath. Things keep happening.
1: Uh, you mean those threatening letters? Yes,
2: yes. Twice this laboratory has been ransacked during the night. It—it uh, it makes a man wonder, you know.
1: Of course. Uh, what's this uh, latest thing you said happened?
2: This morning, yes. It only goes to show I couldn't sleep last night. You see, nervous, chumpy as a cat. It was all I could do to get dressed.
1: Yes, I noticed that you only have one cufflink.
2: I only have, oh, so I have. Well, I asked my assistant, a woman that's been with me over a year, to step next door to fetch me a bromide. Well. Oh, she did, she did. But she seemed very excited. All of a sudden, very tense. Asked if she could go for the day. Uh,
1: hold on a minute, Professor. And naturally, this assistant of yours was someone you felt you could
2: trust. Naturally, of course. Known her family for years. Uh, What's
1: her name, Professor?
2: Briggs, Lorna Briggs. Very pretty woman.
1: You say you've known her for years, and yet when you asked her to fetch you a headache powder, she went all the pieces? Yes, she did. Her hand was shaking like a leaf when she put the headache
2: powder on my desk. Asked if she could leave for the day, and hardly waited for my permission before she was out the door.
1: Yes, and then what? Well,
2: I naturally got suspicious. I analyzed the bromide she had brought.
1: What did you find,
2: Mister Bradley? It was it was full of arsenic.
1: Arsenic, poison stuff.
2: So you see, that's why I'm as I'm as jumpy as a cat. Who
1: oh, wouldn't be? Where does uh, Miss Briggs live, Professor?
2: She has an apartment up on Third Avenue between A and B Street. But I uh, I don't like the shoe Don't
1: you worry, Professor. Will you be here all day?
2: N- no, no, that that, that is no. Uh, but uh, we can meet later. Why don't you have dinner with me tonight?
1: That's a good idea. Where shall we meet?
2: Come out to my place at Cottonwood Canyon. I have an open-air grill that I've just put in, and, and we can uh, we can talk better there.
1: That's fair enough.
2: Uh, here, I'll write the directions out for you.
1: Uh, good. What time shall we say?
2: Um, uh, say about six o'clock. Eh? Six
1: o'clock it'll be.
2: Uh, that reminds me. I must buy some cooking things at the Western Spotting's Goods today. Uh, here, don't lose this paper.
1: Don't worry, Professor. And I'll be at your place at six o'clock.
2: I'll have everything we need from charcoal to steaks.
1: Fine. After you, Gullum. See if you can find a taxi, Colo. I'm going to see if this wholesale drug company can help us. Hello back there. Anybody here? Uh, Just a minute, young fella. (coughs) Ain't nobody here but me. Can I do something for you? I hope so, old timer. I wonder if you could tell me what brand of bromide Professor Eulett's assistant bought for him this morning. Professor Hewlett? Yes, you know. He shares this building with you. Yeah, I know him, all right. <laughs> He's going to shake himself to pieces one of these days. He you? is awfully nervous, isn't he? But uh, about the bromide... I'm just trying to think, son. Trying to think. I've been alone here all morning. Nope. Didn't sell no bromide to nobody. You didn't? Are you sure? Positive. Is um, is there a regular drugstore near here? No, Main Street's nearest. It's quite a walk. Oh, thanks, Dad. Just remember that when the others ask you. Yeah. The others? What are you talking about? What others? I'm talking about the police. Why are you not ring bell, Tuan? Don't talk, Olo. Even alone in this elevator, it isn't safe. Here we are. We'll find Miss Briggs on this floor. Mm. Many doors here. Which one? 5L. Here's 5J. Five 5K five over here. 5L. Well, I wish I could put off going in here. Colu not understand, Twan. You will. Wish I brought some gloves. Hmm. Too hot? Handkerchief would be just as good. Wrap one around your hand, too, Colu. If you leave any fingerprints, it'll be just too, It'll be too bad. You talk crazy. I know what I'm doing. Uh, If one of these skeleton keys will just fit, this door be unlocked. Mm, Something else I don't like the looks of. Come on, Colo. Which way? The bedroom first. Must be this door. Tonjim on bed. Look. Yes. Poor thing was strangled in her sleep. Who'd do this? Don't go near her, Colo. There's nothing we can do to help her now. Too late. She never had a chance. Hello. What's this? What you find on floor, Twan? Come on, Colo. We've got work to do. Where we go? First, we phone the police. Then we go to the professor's house. <laughs> nice little place the professor's got for himself here, Colo. Mm, if you find we break in house, him be mad. Well, it's in a good cause anyway. Find anything uh, suspicious in the living room? Nothing, Twan. Yeah, there's nothing in the study either. Let's take a look in the bedroom upstairs. Wait, Twan. Car driving in. Car where? Outside. Oh, it's the professor. Look at all those packages he's got. Where'd he go now, Twan? He's taking those packages over to that outside grill. You stay in the house here, Colo. Keep looking. Mm, what me look for? I don't know exactly, but you'll know it when you find it. I'm going out now and join my very frightened host. If you do find anything, Colo, let me know the minute it turns up. we Will do it, Juan. Hello there, Professor. Can I help you?
2: Come right over, Bradley.
1: I'm coming. Say, those stakes look good even from here.
2: Good, good. I'm glad you got here all right, Bradley. I was afraid I might be late. The police, you know.
1: Oh, yes. You mean about Miss Briggs?
2: Then you know about her?
1: I'm the one who called the police. Colo and I got to her apartment too late. A
2: uh, terrible thing, terrible... I'm certainly glad I sent my wife to the mountains for a while.
1: Oh, I, I didn't know you were married.
2: Oh, yes, very happily. But there's no reason why my wife should be mixed up in all this.
1: Of course not. Say, you've got that fire going fine.
2: Oh, you'll find I'm quite an expert at this. I stopped on the way back and bought steaks.
1: Ah, fine eating.
2: Yeah. Open these packages. You'll find an apron and
1: cap and things. All right. Yeah. Here you are. Here's an apron for you. Yeah, thank you. You know, Professor, that's quite a grill. I never saw one with such narrow spaces between the bars.
2: I had it made specially. For Frankfurt, as you know, they keep dropping into the fire.
1: Couldn't drop in with that grill.
2: Uh, Mustard on your steak?
1: Uh, Yes, please.
2: Uh, There we are. Just lay gently on the grill.
1: My, that smells good, doesn't it, huh? Uh. Well, we uh, certainly can't be overheard out here, Professor. Uh, What was it you wanted to tell me?
2: Uh, Let it wait, let it wait. open this package, will you?
1: Uh, This one? Uh, sure, what is it?
2: Just a little surprise I've planned. You
1: say, it's very light. What's in it?
2: Don't shake it that way. You'll spoil the, the, the surprise.
1: It's certainly a very noisy surprise, Professor. They did kind of a bad job of wrapping it for you too.
2: Well, well, let's not be too critical, Bradley. Oh,
1: I'm not. It uh, just doesn't hurt to notice these one, little things.
0: One we find Silver
1: Watch that, Colo. Come on out here. Colo, what's he doing here? The same thing I am, Professor. Looking for proof. But I mean to say here in my house. Where else?
2: That package. Look out, man! You've dropped it down the chimney.
1: You're clumsy of me. I'm afraid I've spoiled your little surprise, one, Professor. Colo, one look. Silver buckle. Wait, Colo. Watch the fire, Professor. You see some fascinating things in a fire sometimes. Ah, that be a snake in there. Yes, Colo. A nice poisonous snake. A little surprise just for me. I don't suppose you'd care to tell us just what species it was, Professor? Now, don't be angry. It
2: was just a harmless practical joke. I'd I'd already removed the fangs, believe me.
1: No, I don't believe you. It's about time we remove the fangs from you, Professor. Colo. Is that one of the silver buckles from the Juana Tribe Temple Bell? Yes, one. Where'd you find it? On a woman's dress in closet. What are you jabbering about? This is our proof, all right. These buckles are only owned by a small, unconnected group of saboteurs and fifth columnists. The buckles were made from a temple bell belonging to a jungle tribe whose religion is murder.
2: What possible connection could I You've have? You've
1: been very clever, Professor, pretending to work with our government, making just enough synthetic rubber experiments to learn what this country's plans are, then passing on that information to your employers. And to think that you were born an American. Sure,
2: you're, surely you're not stupid enough to think that this foolish belt buckle proves all that, Bradley.
1: No, but then I won't have to prove it. Because you'll be tried for the murder of that poor girl, Miss Briggs. And believe me, Professor, you'll be convicted. This cufflink I picked up on the floor near her body will see to that. My,
2: my, my cufflink? Is that what? Where... My
1: guess is Miss Briggs had learned too much, so you strangled her. Do they use the gas chamber in this state, or is it the firing squad, Professor? <laughs>
0: find still other exploits starring jungle Jim every sunday in the comic weekly sunday morning is adventure time with the comic weekly for all your favorites over two dozen of them are waiting to bring you thrills and excitement every sunday in the comic weekly the comic weekly is brought to you by the many great hearst and other sunday newspapers buy it this sunday for when you buy the comic weekly you buy reading pleasure for the whole family